Hey, what's going on? Not too much. Welcome back to uh, episode two, buddy. Hell yeah, I'm excited, man. Me too. I'm ready to uh, ready to dive into it. it was a good yeah. week one. Um, <clears throat> this is Jared and Nick with you guys again at Club Oasis. Um, a football show, some basketball too. Those are like our main two sports where we cover um, the majority or not the majority, all of it for the NFL. We go through each game of the week. We talk about the over-unders. Then we pick our three favorite games, and then we pick a fantasy lineup to compete against one another. Uh, The points, you get plus one points if you guess the over or the under correctly. You guess you get five points if your fantasy team beats the other's fantasy team. And then you get Plus four if you pick the snooze game correctly. Two if you pick the favorite game correctly. And plus three if you pick the upset correctly. And after our first week, I am up 15 points to Nick's 11. Uh, The over-unders really helped me. And the fantasy team really helped me because your quarterback was Dak. He went down. Brutal injury. Uh, yeah, it was <clears throat> devastating. Um, I guess we can start there. First, talk about uh, just football. It's one of the best sports. And uh, seeing a quarterback like Dak get injured, it's devastating. I mean, as a New York Giants team, I'm watching my team play the Cowboys, uh, the team that I was brought up as a Giants fan to hate. And as a Giants fan, it's like, I never really... We never got the best of the Cowboys, so it's not really like a rivalry. Like, I still hate them. But uh, since 2016, when Dak took over as the starter, um, it was just... I liked him a whole lot more than I liked Romo. Now I'm a huge fan of Tony Romo. He's my favorite broadcaster. Yeah, he's a great broadcaster. Dak is just a class act. I feel like that's the difference here. He's a That class is act. the big thing. He was playing for a contract this year. He got franchise tagged um, in the offseason. So he was looking to really prove himself and prove his worth and get paid for uh, what he's done and what he's going to do in the future. I think he's going to come back. I hope he comes back, obviously, and picks up right where he leaves off or where he left off. Um, That's a tough one. It's like uh, the Gordon Hayward injury or the Paul George injury, just a really gruesome, unfortunate um, accident. Gruesome injury and an injury like that, like – they said Dak's timetable is four to six months, but trust me, in six months in a day, he's not going to be like the Dak he was on Sunday. Oh, absolutely. And this is going to take a lot of time. That's what sucks. And, you know, football and in all sports, uh, players bet on themselves. They want to get paid. But Dak, before this offseason, he was like, I know my worth. And my worth is much more than what the Cowboys were offering him. And he went out, bet on himself. And through four weeks, he was leading the league in passing. He just looked phenomenal. And it's just a devastating injury. uh, No, I agree. He bet on himself, and then something like that happens. It's unfortunate. It is. And uh, that was your quarterback, for this week's matchup. And yeah, also, much. we got to talk about one other thing of news before we get into our over-unders. Your running back one, do you remember who it was? Um, Let me, let me check. I, I have it in my notes. It was uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, he, he, didn't, he didn't do anything. No, he got you 11 points, which is not... Not not what I expected. Not great. And it's, uh, speaking of Clyde, this happened about 20 minutes ago. Uh, Le'Veon Bell just signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I have no idea what the numbers are. I'm guessing it's a one-year deal. Uh, but, I mean, man, what's going on in New York? They, like, the thing that's always been crazy to me is... So in 2019, the Jets, their general manager was, excuse me, Mike McCagnan, and he hired Adam Gase. 
Then Gase came in. Um, they signed Le'Veon Bell in the offseason together, Gase and McCagnan. And then they did the draft together. And then a month after the draft, the Jets fired their general manager. And that was just insane to me because you let this general manager play with your money in the offseason and free agency. You let him pick players for the future of your team and the draft. And then you just fire him. And they bring in this smart guy named Joe Douglas. But one thing I don't get is from what I've read around the league and from other podcasts I've listened to, everyone claims Joe Douglas is a very smart general manager. But if he's so smart, why would he keep Adam Gase around who not only seems like the worst coach in the league, but also the worst coach of all time? I Um, completely agree. I think the players just gave up on him as well. I don't think that he has any support in the locker room right now, and I'm surprised he's not fired. I, I feel like he's getting fired this week. I, I agree. And it's crazy. I um, There's a great, for anyone who hasn't seen it, there's a great documentary series that comes out every NFL season called All or Nothing. Um, and it falls, it's like hard knocks, but it's eight episodes and it falls a team around for their whole season. And in 2017, or 2016, my bad, it followed around the Los Angeles Rams and... My roommate, Dan, was who doesn't know much about football, he was in the living room while I was watching it this past year because I was re-watching it. And it showed, showed Jeff Fisher, who is a great meme, and everyone says he's one of the worst coaches of all time because he's a 500 coach. But at least the players like Jeff Fisher. It doesn't seem like anyone likes Adam Gase. He ran Le'Veon out of town. I mean, they make they sign Le'Veon. They have a decent draft. You know what I mean? Sam Darnold shows some type of promise. You'd think that they're going onward and upward just to have the whole thing blown up from the inside. I mean, someone's got to get control of this franchise and figure it out. I agree. And I listened to Stephen A. Um, talk about how New York, which is probably the most marketable city for sports, is just the worst run city for sports, whether it be the Giants, the Jets, the Knicks. Um, I don't really follow baseball, so I don't know how the Mets did. I know the Yankees lost in the postseason. But, I mean, to speak about the Knicks, one of the most storied franchises of all time in basketball, to speak about the Giants, one of the most storied franchises of all time, if it isn't the most... Is just they're so poorly run, and I mean New York is the most marketable city in America for sports, and to just be as bad as they are at managing their superstars, it just makes you think: when are the changes going to happen? They got the wrong people uh, running the show. They uh, mostly just care about the money, whatever that means. You know, I mean, the quickest way to uh, make the most amount of money they they care less if they win. I think that's part of it. Winning really isn't a priority for some of these owners. It really is just the money. Exactly. And I got the wrong people in there. It's crazy because, like, you look at owners and it's like, it's all ego based because they're, most of them are billionaires. And it's like, I think the best owner in all of sports is Robert Kraft because he goes, I'm going to hire the coach and give him all power and just sit back and watch and I'll intervene if I need to. And you look at owners like Jerry Jones, who is the puppet master, who's the general manager himself. You look at owners like John Mara of the New York Giants, who is an idiot because he hired Dave Gettleman, who, and they both had some love towards Eli, and then they drafted Saquon second overall, and they're currently ruining Saquon's prime and you just look at these owners and it's all ego based and it's like it comes a chance where it's like okay you may have you may own the team but you have to know that you don't know what's best for the team and I think that's what most of these guys don't know is that they they make their millions and billions elsewhere but that doesn't mean that they know the most about football 
No, and, it's like a little fun side project for them. It's like my GM mode or something that we play on like 2K. Exactly. It's ridiculous. They're like, hey, we're going to just kind of do a little crap shoot. If it works, it works. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, like, how did the Jets let Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams walk out, walk out of the franchise? Those are two great talents that they just lost. Exactly. Like, in one year, you know? Yeah, not even three months apart. I think Jamal Adams was traded in August and Le'Veon was let go yesterday. And so that's two months apart. You don't let superstar talents go like that and For nothing yeah their locker room uh teammates the new york giants because they share a stadium together they signed odell to a huge contract and their horrible general manager dave gettleman just goes we didn't sign him to trade him what happens six months later they trade him for a pick and jabril peppers it's so nothing at all <laughs> yeah for a generational talent and uh, I could go on and on about the misfortunes of the New York Giants, the New York Jets, but I think we got, I think we got bigger things to talk about, Nick. I think we. Yeah, I'm looking to. Uh, yeah, I'm looking to get on the wind column here. I'm kind of down four points, and if you guys don't know, there's going to be a punishment at the end of the season. Uh, whoever has the least amount of points scored, uh, the punishment's undecided. We'll figure that out as the season goes on, but that's just something to uh, look forward to. I agree. You ready to get it kicked off? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Since I won points-wise last week, we can get started. Uh, First game of the week, since there's no Thursday night game, will be Texans versus Houston. Or Sorry, Titans versus Houston. The over-under is 53.5. Titans play Tuesday night. Um, and they looked amazing. It was actually shocking to see, but I guess that's what happens when you have 16 days off. Uh, Houston got their first win, um, of the season with new head coach, Romeo Cornell. Uh, Deshaun started to look like Deshaun of old. And, uh, so let's talk about it. I am going to go with the over here okay because it is 53.5 and i am going to say texans are going to get their second win of the season and win 35 to 31 all right, I do like the Titans winning or uh, Texans winning. I have them winning this game as well. Um, with the under, I got Texans going twenty-seven, Titans twenty. I think um, the Titans look incredible, and I love the Bills too. I think they're a great like overall team, and they cover uh, all sides of the ball well. But um, they just uh, they clearly came out flat-footed, <laughs> weren't ready to play Titans again. Sixteen days off, and some people's um, opinions that that's too much time. You know what I mean? But uh, not for them. They came out and punched them right in the mouth. I mean, set the pick up right in the beginning of the game, sent it to the 20-yard line, easy touchdown. They never looked back after that, really. Um, Texans, though, like I said, they took out the playbook. They opened it up. Brandon Cooks had a day. Like, he's looking good. Um, They're going to keep that momentum going. And, yeah, I got Texans winning this as well. I respect it. I respect it. All right, ready for the next game? This is you. Uh, right. Washington football team versus the New York Giants. The New York Giants are 0-5. Washington is 1-4. Um, the over-under here is 43.5. So I'm going under on this one. Um, Giants, they had some rhythm. They played all right offensively. They put up a fight a little bit against that Cowboys team. But I, I don't think they get it done. I think they lose this one to Washington, 20 to 10. Washington, I mean, who's playing QB? I, I don't know. Alex Smith, maybe. I don't know if you've heard anything on that, but I still think that they somehow figure it out. Um, that's where, yeah, that's where I'm at. Under 2010, Washington on this one. Um, so I do not know who's playing QB. But what I do know is that watching the game last week, I was fearful for Alex Smith. 
like he was my own kid. It was so sad, or not sad. It was so heartwarming to see him go out there, but then it was so nerve-wracking to see him go out there, and he was sick, sacked six times, put to the ground. It was just... It was a very nerve-wracking thing. I mean, his leg almost was amputated. Um, but the Washington football team, they're one and four. They are playing a winless Giants team. Um, Giants, they looked good last week. Um, it's crazy, though, that the Giants put up 34 points and Daniel Jones did not throw a touchdown. Yeah. He, he has t- two touchdowns on the season this year. It's pitiful. It's unbelievable. Um, but what? How I much say, time do you give him? How much time until you bench him? Not tell you off. I oh no, don't worry about it. I don't think you bench him this year. I think you move on from him after this year. So you let him run this out, and if he falls on the sword, he falls on the sword. Yeah, give us a one and fifteen, two and fourteen record. Get a quarterback. Um, I love. Trey Lance, I love Justin Fields, and I love um, Trevor Lawrence. This is like the first quarterback class that I loved every guy coming out. Uh, Like last year, I was a big Herbert fan and a big Jordan Love fan. Um, Wasn't really a big fan of Joe Burrow uh, at LSU, but since Joe Burrow's been in the league, I've since turned into a Joe Burrow fan, but I think the thing is, like we talked about it last week, there's such a short leash for quarterbacks nowadays, and Daniel Jones just isn't the guy. I think I have them here, though, winning this game 28-27 to uh, on like a last-second field goal, uh, covering the over and getting their first and probably last win of the season. Okay, that's interesting. All righty. Now we have... Atlanta versus Vikings. The line here is 54.5. This is my turn. Um, Atlanta 0-5. Vikings 1-4. Vikings lost in a heartbreaking fashion Sunday night to the hands of Russell Wilson. Atlanta, like I predicted in last week's episode, they would lose against Carolina and their head coach would be out the door. That is what happened. Um, I have Vikings winning here 28-14. to I'm going with the under. I think Vikings get their second win of the season. Atlanta is just horrible. Um, Julio's questionable still, probably won't play. And Matt Ryan just looks awful. He does not look good. I'm going with the Vikings here. I'll put some faith in Kirk Cousins. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I got the Vikings winning this one. And um, with the over, I'm going Vikings 38 to um, Atlanta's 27. Uh, the defense is just Swiss cheese on Atlanta. So I think uh, Kirk Cousins is going to have a day with Justin Jefferson. Um, Adam Thielen. Uh, Madison's filling in for Cook. I don't think Cook's injury it matters obviously, but Madison will fill in just perfectly with that. And he's they're gonna they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna have a ton of points scored. They're probably gonna come off pissed off about um, losing the Seahawks last week. So yeah, I got Vikings thirty eight, Atlanta twenty seven. I like it. You ready for game? Uh, the next game. Yep. We got Bears versus Panthers here. The over under is forty five. This is your time to shine. Who do you love? All right. So for this one, I think the Bears are going to keep rolling. I think that defense is the real deal. Uh, but I'm going the over. I'm going Bears 30 to uh, 24. Panthers are also playing some great ball. Uh, if McCaffrey comes back, uh, we don't know yet. He's still questionable, I know. But Mike Davis is filling the role perfectly. He's having um, a great season right now. Uh, Bears shockingly upset Tampa Bay, in my opinion. I thought that was an upset. Uh, that that keep... was a huge upset. I'm actually mad I didn't take it for my upset pick. But that's I know. Okay. That was crazy. So is, is Nick Foles back? Is the Bears the real deal? We know their defense is good, but it just depends on QB play. 
But I, I'd like to think that they figure it out. They keep it going. All right. I like that. So you went with the over. I'm going with the under here. I think even though that Chicago won, I still think that they don't have a true starting quarterback. Um, and we saw Nick Foles wasn't great in the first half. He was – or I shouldn't say that. He wasn't good for the first 27 minutes of the game. The last three minutes of the first half last Thursday, he did very well. Um, but, man, there's something to love about this Teddy Two Gloves performance for the Carolina Panthers. Matt yeah, He Rule, is fun great. to watch. He is, man. And Matt Rule, first-year head coach, very fun to watch. The Bears – I have them losing this game, so I have Panthers winning. I have it being 31 to 13. I don't think Bears show up this week. I think they come off the high of we just beat the GOAT. And I think Panthers, they're 3-2. and two. They started off 0-2. I think they continue for their fourth straight win. Right, that'll be interesting to see. That leads us into the uh, next game: Lions, Jags. Yeah, over under fifty four and a half. What do you got? I have. It is tricky. This is a tricky one. It's very tricky. Um, I'm gonna just go with the under. I think it's gonna be a boring game. This might be my pick for the snooze fest. Uh Lions. I don't know if they played last week. I think they did. I can't remember who they No, played. Lions are Lions had a bye week. Okay, so Lions had a bye. Jaguars lost. The Gardner Minshew experiment not working. Uh they're honestly if I could put money down on it, I would say Doug Marone would be the next head coach fired, if not Gase. I have Lions winning here. Twenty to fourteen. I'm going with a way under. I don't think Jags show up and I think it's going to be like 20 to like seven all game. And then Gardner makes a nice little Gardner Minshew pass, but doesn't, doesn't get the job done. They lose 20 to 14 lions win and they go under. All right. It's, it's tough to make a case on the over, but um, this is what I'm hoping for here. I'm hoping that the lions, they come back healthy. I know they had a couple injuries on the offensive side of the ball with Galladay and whatnot. So I know he'll be back in the mix hundred uh, percent. So I'm hoping the bye week did them some justice and they put up 34 points to the Jags 20. I think uh, Jags get a garbage, uh, garbage time touchdown in the fourth and uh, kind of make it a little interesting to get the over. I like it. Um, all right. This is a great game. We got Browns versus Steelers. The line is 51. Steelers undefeated. Browns on their fourth straight win. Make your oh, man. This might be my favorite of the week. I, I love what the Browns are doing right now. It's a divisional matchup. Uh, an undefeated Steelers team against a uh, a Brown team that's absolutely rolling. Uh, they're playing great uh, football right now. I'm going Browns on this one, and I'm taking the over. I love it. I think, yeah, I think the Browns put up uh, – they're going to go 30 to the Steelers 27. They win uh, last second field goal. I Browns like keep it. Rolling. Yeah. All righty. I'm going to stay with it, dude. Browns, man, I love them. I absolutely love them. Steelers, they looked great last week, though. They had Chase Claypool go off. Um, there's got to be something to be said about the Steelers, man, just being a breeding ground for great wide receivers every year. Um, but to counter it, to go with the under, Baker, it looked like he hurt his shoulder last week. And, uh, Oh, you're ribs. reading into that? Not reading into it. But what I will say is Steelers have a great defense. Browns have a great offense. I'm going with a low-scoring game with the Browns winning. Yeah, America's favorite. America's favorite, 21-17. to 17. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. 
I, I could see it. I, I'm hoping for the blowout, the big guns, uh, the, you know, the air attacks, Claypool, Odell, everyone getting in the action. I like it. Well, now to speak of the team that the Browns beat last week and another team in the AFC North, we go to our next game. The Cincinnati Bengals versus the Colts. The line is 46.5. And I mentioned earlier, I wasn't a big Joe Burrow fan coming out of college. Um, But, man, oh, man, has he looked great. Even though he has no offensive line, he has looked great as a rookie. And the Colts look, they don't look great. Uh, Phillip Rivers, I really don't know why they signed him. Um, yeah, I love Teddy, uh, or not Teddy, um, Jacoby. Jacoby, yeah, Jacoby Brissett. I thought he was a, a true starter. I thought so too, and it just didn't make sense to me. Philip Rivers looked really bad last week, and I'm going to give you guys a little sneak preview for because this will be my pick for the upset. I have Cincy winning here, thirty-one. to 24 going with the over here i have a total of 55 points i think colts are going to get exposed i think they're going to fall to three and three and i think since he's going to get their second win on the year and joe burrow's just going to light it up he's been playing phenomenal um i know last week he only had the Bengals only had three points but i mean you were going up against the ravens uh, I got Cincy winning this one, 31-24. to 24. All right, well, with the under, I, I think Burrow's going to struggle. Colts defense is a top three defense in the league. You know, they're the real deal here. They're nothing to be slept on, that's for sure. And I think that um, we saw Burrow struggle a little bit against the Ravens defense as they scored three points. They couldn't get anything going. And I think that the Colts are going to be a problem just as just honestly about the same amount that the Ravens were, if not a little bit worse. Um, Phillip Rivers, he's back to being a pick machine. Just toss him out there for everybody and anyone. So they will struggle. They'll keep it close. But I got Colts winning this one 21 to since he's 14. I like it. All right, buddy. You get to uh, lead us into the next game. It's Ravens versus Eagles. Uh, 48 points is the over-under. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the under here. Uh, Wentz is struggling. Their defense got shredded. The Eagles' defense got shredded. Um, Ravens' defense looks great. We, we just talked about that briefly a little bit. Um, Lamar isn't really playing as a uh, former MVP would play. I think he's taking a step back for sure. Um, he's been a little lackluster. and uh, I don't want to say boring, but boring. <laughs> uh, Wentz is going to yeah, have his breakout game. Boring. Yeah, when's his big breakout game? You know, we've seen it plenty of times last year. I feel like he hasn't really done just he hasn't done too much. So I got the Ravens still winning this game, thirty to ten. But I don't know. I think a lot of defenses are going to be uh, late on this one. You said thirty to ten. Yeah, Ravens. I like it. I like it. I have uh, the Ravens winning this game, and uh, going with the over. I think Lamar hears, not from our podcast yet, but from different media sources that has he regressed, uh, is he only good with a lead, this or that, why isn't he looking like the MVP last year? I think he puts that all to bed. I'm going with the over here against the Eagles who, even if the Eagles lose this game, they are not out of the playoff race because the NFC East has no true team that can win it right now with Dak getting injured. Um, I think a 6-10 and 10 record would win this division. I have this kind of being a shootout. I have Ravens winning 35 or 38-35. to 35. I think it's going to be a Thanks. shootout. Yeah, I think... You're giving Wentz a little too much credit. I don't know. Wentz, you know... I think he's going to hear some shit, too, because everyone in the media world is saying, you know, should they just put Jalen Hurts in? Should they get rid of Wentz? Why isn't Wentz looking like the franchise quarterback we all thought he would be? And I think he's just going to be like, you know what? I can win with my best wide receiver 
being someone that was cut by four different teams this year. And he's by the name of Travis Fulgham. I think Wentz hears that, and I think he goes, I'll show you guys. And I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a damn shootout. I'm going Ravens here 38-35, winning on a last-second field goal. Best of luck. I have no faith in that guy, Carson Wentz. I don't blame you. And (laughs) you going with the under really made me press the over. But Yeah, no, I get it. We'll see. We'll see. Well, our next game is, you know, you said you have no faith in Carson Wentz. Well, our next game is Pats versus Broncos, and I have no faith in the Broncos. And the over-under is 45, and I am blessed that this lands on my pick because I get to go convincingly with the under. Uh, Pats didn't play last week due to COVID. Uh, Cam's coming back. Um, Broncos, I don't know what their QB room is looking like. I don't know if Drew Locke comes back. But the over-under is 45. Um Broncos only have one win on the season, and I'm going with the under here. I have the Pats winning handedly 28-14. All right. Um, I'm taking over, and I was taking over last week, too, when we thought this game would have been played. But uh, So I'm happy you went with the under. I got over. I, it, this is why, okay? Um, Pats, they just got a, a week off, bye week here. Plenty of time to rest up. Cam Newton's back. Gilmore's coming back. They're still pissed about that Chiefs game. They they remember those calls that the refs made that just went not the right way and totally altered the game. Um, they, they remember that. They That's all they remember, actually. So I got them scoring 40 points to the Broncos' seven. Uh, Ooh, okay. Yeah. It's a statement game. They're all like Belichick's back and Newton's back. Gilmore's back. The boys are back. Um, this is what the league on notice. Uh, Melvin Gordon just got arrested on Tuesday night with the DUI. So the run game is going to be whack. Um, and they're not going to do much when they uh, just pulled off a pedestrian in uh, Denver to play QB for him. So. I like it. Well, that leads us into our next game. You get to choose this one, but I want to preface or preface it by saying, Congrats to you on winning the upset last week because you had the Dolphins beating the 49ers, which they did handedly, and now it's your time to pick the winner between the Jets versus Dolphins. The line is 47.5. Who do you got? Oh, I'm smashing the under, and I'm smashing the Dolphins winning again easily. 23-10, I got them winning this game. Uh, the Jets, what who, what are they doing? Who knows? Nobody knows. There's no one's fucking sailing the ship right now. It's a, it's a crapshoot. Bell's gone. Head coach is out the door. Uh, locker room's turning against the whole coaching staff. Uh, they're done. Dolphins come off a huge win. The, de- the defense looked great. Uh, Fitzmagic is a real deal. Devontae Parker, they got some players on that side of the ball. So I got them 23, Jets 10. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad you went with the under because I have a very fun case for the over. Ooh, I, like I it. think Dolphins win this game 42 to 7. Oh, okay. I think it's not going to even be close. Uh, Brian Flores, I think he's a fantastic coach in the NFL. Um, and it's really funny because it's a tale of two coaches here. It's Jets versus Dolphins. And, you know, Dolphins players, they loved their coach when they were doing bad last year. They were like, I believe in this guy. He'll take us to the promised land. The Jets, they fucking hate their coach. So I have the Dolphins winning 42-7. to I think going into the third, or maybe even going into the fourth, I think Dolphins will be up 28 to nothing, and Brian Flores will get a little cocky and throw Tua out there, and Tua will throw a couple of dimes, Maybe get a rushing touchdown, maybe get a passing touchdown. I think Dolphins win this game 42 to 7. And you know what? I think Joe Douglas says, Adam, don't come back on the plane. And they just leave Adam Gase back in Miami. <laughs> I love it. I'd love to see that. And now we got our next. We got Packers versus Bucks. Packers came off of a bye week this week. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came off of a heartbreaking loss on Thursday. 
because their 43-year-old ancient quarterback forgot what down it was. I went to bed uh, middle of the third, woke up to a bunch of memes of Tom holding up his four little fingers, looking confused, not shaking Nick Foles' hand when he left the game. I'm smashing the over here, 54.5. I think that's too low. I think Tom is going to come out pissed. They're playing in Tampa Bay, so I think it's just Tommy Boy's going to be pissed. But you know what? Rodgers is still pissed from that night in April where they drafted a quarterback with the 26th overall pick. Rodgers, a couple weeks ago, was on the Pat McAfee show. He said, down years for me, our career got, or for, excuse me. Rodgers, a couple weeks ago, said, down years for me, our career years for other dudes, and keep swinging that big old thing between your legs, Aaron, because I love that. I love that mentality. Be as cocky as you want, because I think he's one of the most underappreciated stars in our league. I have the over here. I have it going. Packers stay undefeated. 42 to Bucks 38. Smash wow. me over. I would love to see that. That'd probably be, you know, I'd say game of the year contention, to be honest, if they uh, put up those types of numbers. Um, so I for agree. the under, for the under, I think um, Packers came off a bye week. Maybe they come out a little slow. Devontae Adams is working his way back into the lineup. So maybe that takes a little time and some adjusting for them. Um, so maybe looking at, a little, I think they're going to come out a little slow. Uh, Bucks, they're number one or two in penalties. Uh, they have tons of penalties. Um, I think it cost them about 100 yards last week against the Bears. That made a complete difference in the game. They uh, honestly took themselves out of a drive, and they were in field goal range, and they didn't even get the field goal. So I think that's going to play a factor. Uh, injuries as well. But with the under, I'm going Packers 27, Bucks 23. Um, there's too many question marks right now with the Bucks. right now. I like so. it. I like it a lot. And now it's your turn to pick. The Rams versus 49ers, over-under is 51.5. I don't believe Jimmy G is starting this week. Who do you got? Um, so I'm taking Rams. I'm taking Rams by uh, a lot. I'm taking Rams 34 to 49ers 27. The Rams are thriving. They got a, a great running game. Uh, just a committee of backs that kind of just do their job, and they uh, they make they make some boom for it. Um, 49ers, I mean <laughs> – Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't know. Is it, he's still injured? What, what's happening there? Um, but, yeah, he's done <laughs> right now at least. Then injuries on the defensive side of the ball. So I just think that's going to play a huge role. Um, for the 49ers to win this game, they need they do need their offense to get back on track. They, it starts with getting Kittle going and the run game going. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see. But 30 Rams uh, – or 34 Rams, 49ers, 27. I like it. And – when um, when you said you don't know what's up with Jimmy G, I don't think I do either. Uh, they are not looking great. It's that Super Bowl hangover. And one thing I was thinking about is, you know, Kyle Shanahan's supposed to be this wonderfully offensive mind, but all their defense got hurt this year. And it really makes you think, was it their defense that got him to the Super Bowl or was it Kyle Shanahan's offense? I think it was both, but I think they would have won the Super Bowl if it wasn't for who was starting at quarterback for the 49ers. I think Jimmy G is not a great quarterback. Sometime on Club Oasis, we should rank the 32 quarterbacks. I think that would be a fun little exercise. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Next because. Week. Yeah, I think for me, Jimmy G would be not breaking 20. Really? Yeah, but I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, that's I have, next week we'll, we'll, we'll take our thoughts out there. Yeah, we'll play around with it. I have the Rams winning. You went with uh, the over, right? Yes. Okay. I like that because I'm going to go with the under here. And I like the under here. I have the Rams winning... 28-13, um, 49ers, they have a revolving quarterback carousel right now. It's just sad to see 
Uh, you want to know what they remind me of? What's they that? were they remind their hangover, their Super Bowl hangover reminds me of uh, the Rams Super Bowl hangover. Poor QB play. Ooh. The defense is not doing what they were doing the year before. It's noticeable. Uh, injuries in the run game. That's that's what I'm getting. That's the vibe I'm getting. And you know what? One of the funny uh, things about the Rams and the 49ers is that they both have two of the best young coaches in the league. They're two wonderful offensive minds. But I just hope, like, I just feel like if they had a different quarterback for both of those teams, they could have won that Super Bowl. Like, if the Rams didn't have Goff, and if the 49ers didn't have Jimmy G, I think both of those coaches would have a ring by now. I agree. All righty. Now we have Arizona versus Dallas. Over-unders 55. We already talked about Dak's horrific injury. Um, I'm going with the under here. I don't think Andy Dalton's going to get it done uh, against Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray hasn't looked spectacular this year, but he's playing against the worst defense in the NFL against Dallas. I'm going with the under. I have Arizona winning. I'm going to go 27 to 21. Smashing the, or not smashing the under, but I'm pretty confident it's not going to get above 55. All right. um, For the case of the over, I got uh, Arizona going 38, Dallas 20. I know that they don't have Dak back there, but they still have Zeke, and that guy's good for a couple touchdowns. I could see this for this game at least. Um, I think Murray keeps trying to put on his MVP type performance. I think he gets a couple touchdowns to Hawkins this week. Uh, Kenyon Drake, for the love of God, please enter yourself into the league again. Uh, I need you back. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping he finally does something against this um, awful Dallas defense, <laughs> say the least. He gave up what yes. 30, 30 plus of the Giants last week. I mean, Jesus, they they didn't. Yeah, get gave a up thirty four. Yeah, so. It's- I'm hoping that they can kind of get it going. And, uh, yeah, so I got Arizona 38, Dallas 20. I like it. Well, when I sent you the document, I I missed one game. We have the Chiefs versus Bills Monday night. Over-under is 57.5. Um, and you or I last went with the under. So now this is your turn. Who do you like here? Oh, wait, say that again. What was the uh, spread? 57.5. Okay. I'm going to have to go the over. Um, I think it's going to be a little shootout. 38 points for Buffalo upsetting the Chiefs. Ooh. 38 to a 30. Um, I think the Bills are going to bounce back. I really – I got faith in them. I believe in what they do. Uh, Chiefs, they should have lost two games in a row in my opinion. They should have lost the passive Newton played, um, and then they lose the Oakland Raiders. Interesting, very interesting. That defense. Las Vegas suspect. Raiders. They're uh, ah yes. they're rebranded now. I know that. Yeah, I've slipped up on that one. Um, but yeah, that's a suspect defense that the Chiefs have. Yeah, it is very suspect. I have, I like the under here. Actually, you said the Bills are going to bounce back. I also think the Chiefs are going to bounce back. I have the Chiefs winning this game 31-24. It's only by a touchdown, but I think they bounce back and Mahomes just goes, oh, you guys think it's funny I lost to Derek Carr? Well, here you go. I think he throws for uh, four touchdowns this week. Mm, So I have the Chiefs winning. That's all of our games. Are you ready to get into your three picks of the week? Definitely. Um, I can all start. Right. Let's start off with a snooze pick. Yeah. Yeah. So for my Take us away. for my snooze pick, I'm going Lions and Jags. Um, yeah, I feel like that says it all. Lions and Jags. <laughs> Alrighty, I like that. I am gonna go with. Jets Dolphins, just because I think the Dolphins are going to manhandle the Jets. And I think it's going to be a very boring game. Okay. What do you got for um, your favorite of the week? 
for my favorite of the week, I think this is uh, pretty clear. I got Packers Bucks. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Brady Rogers, I like it. Forty-two to thirty-eight was my score projection. Um, yeah, that's my favorite of the week. Packers Bucks. How about you? Uh, so I'm going with none other than America's team, the Cleveland Browns versus the Steelers. It's a big divisional matchup. A lot of bad blood from last year where Miles Garrett took the helmet and slammed Kyle Rudolph in the head. That's even his first name. Or something Rudolph. Whatever. Oh, uh, Mason. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. See, he's ex- – yeah, doesn't matter. He's trash. But um, I think that this is going to be a bad blood divisional matchup. And I'm really looking forward to America's team versus the 4-0 Steelers. I'm all over that. Beautiful. All right, buddy. Who's your upset? Like I said, I am going Bill's huge bounce back against this fraud of a freaking Kansas City Chiefs defense. I think the Bills offense shreds it. Um, the Chiefs are not the real deal defensively. Offensively, they, they're slack and they're missing one step. But they just signed Bell. Will he play? I doubt it, but it is the Monday night game, so maybe. I'll play a factor, but I got Bills. Bills, beautiful. Well, that leaves me for my upset, which. I'm happy you didn't pick it because I pick Cincy versus the Colts. Joe Burrow is just going to be like old man rivers step aside. I think he's going to light it up. And uh, I got Cincy winning this one Colts fall to three and three. And everyone starts questioning. Why'd you pay Phillip rivers? <laughs> All righty. You ready to get into uh, our fantasy matchups? Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. Well, uh, I'll go first with my QB of the week. Who would I like? Going with none other but the GOAT himself playing down in Tampa Bay, Aaron Rodgers. All right. It's a good pick. I think he's going to be in a uh, shootout against Tom Brady. And I think Rodgers is uh, going to win the shootout. He's my quarterback for uh, our fantasy game. All righty. Um, with my pick, I'm going with uh, Lamar Jackson. I feel like he, yeah, like you said earlier, the uh, MVP talk of him losing a step, not looking the same. It's going to take its toll. He'll, he'll do something. He's got it. Uh, he's playing the Eagles. Perfect game to show off something nice. So I got Jackson as my QB. I like it. Who's your running back? With my running game, I'm going with none other than the beast himself, Derrick Henry. Against a Houston team that's left they they left a hundred yards in each of their games besides um, the game they played last week against the Jaguars. And I think they didn't have a, a great running back. So I, I think Derrick Henry will keep up uh, keep up the good work. He's a red zone threat. He's gonna go off. I like it. I have for my pick i have mr Kenyon drake i think he is gonna ball out against dallas's defense and uh i kind of wanted to go with a sleeper pick there i think it makes it more fun our friend mike listener to the pod questioned why don't we give love to like some more big name guys because uh one of my flexes was michael gallup last week and he asked why i wouldn't go with someone like stefan Diggs, and it's like well i want to go with Kind of low, not lower named guys, but guys that like haven't really been performing this year, kind of going with the breakout. So I'm going with Kenyon Drake, going to get Dallas's D. And uh, yeah, I think uh, he'll have his breakout game. All right. What do you got for your second or for your, yeah, second running back? Second running back. You know who I got? I got none other. Than Alexander Madison. I don't think Dalvin Cook plays this week. I don't think so either. Atlanta's defense is a peewee football defense. I got Alexander Madison lighting it up. That's a great pick. Thank you. I really think he just lights it up this week. Um, for my what running you, back, brother? I'm going uh, Todd Gurley against the Minnesota defense. That's wow. kind of they're losing some. They lost some heavy hitters in that front seven. So I think Todd Gurley, he's kind of 
he's kind of turning back the clock this year. I'm not saying he's back, but he might be back. So I'm, I'm betting on Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, is he back? I mean, I think he might be. I don't know. We'll put him on the is he back watch. Yeah, that's watch a great list. one. I like that. Is he back? Is he back? All right. For my wide receiver, I got Darius Slayton. I said the Giants would win uh, their first game of the season, which means Darius Slayton is going to have to ball out. I think he's going to do that against Washington's Washington pro football team's horrible defense. I got Darius Slayton here for a nice 10 game or 10 reception game, 140 yards and a touchdown. That's my pick. All right, man. I like it. I'm uh, I'm going with Julian Edelman. I think Ooh. he's going to have a field day. I think Newton comes back. Like I said, they're playing pissed off. They're naturally going to rip it off. Newton and Edelman do have a nice little connection going already. Um, I think Edelman has a day. All righty, bro. Who's your uh, second wide receiver? Second wide receiver. None other than uh, Kenny Galladay from the Lions. Kenny G. Yeah, I really, I really like him. I think he's uh, come back from injuries, kind of working his way back in by week, whatever. And he's going to uh, pop off. I like it. Well, I'm going to stay with my game of Atlanta versus Vikings. I'm going with Justin Jefferson here as my wide receiver two, because I think him and Kirk are just going to be lighting it up against Atlanta's just horrible defense, man. It's so bad. Oh yeah. So I got a, I got Justin Jefferson with a two touchdown game. And now for my tight end, who do I like? Hmm. That is tough. But I got Evan Ingram. I think he's going to ball out this week. I think he kind of really needs to, to uh, make sure he doesn't get traded because the trade deadline is coming up. I think he needs to keep his job in New York if he doesn't want to be sold off for picks. But then again, a guy his age, maybe it's not the worst thing to happen to him. Mm, Maybe they should trade him for picks. I got Evan Ingram for my tight end. All right. um, For this one, it's nothing spectacular. You know his name, Travis Kelsey. Uh, Buffalo has a a tough time defending tight ends. And Travis Kelsey is statistically right now in fantasy football is the number one tight end in the league. He's going to keep eating up that um, that defense, I think. But they, I like yeah, it. That's my pick. I like it a lot. I have a tight end for my flex. Oh, okay. I, I have Kittle. Uh, I think uh, – I don't really know if it's going to be C.J. Beathard or Nick Mullins at, a, at quarterback for 49ers come Sunday. But whoever it is, they're going to be passing it to George Kittle. I have George Kittle putting the team on his goddamn back Sunday night and winning. Not winning the game, but keeping it kind of close. I have George Kittle as my flex. Okay. that's I like that. I like that a lot. Um, with my flex, I'm going to go with the uh, running, bo- uh, running back off of uh, Washington's football team, Antonio Gibson. Ooh, okay. I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan of what he does. I think he's going to have a good game. I like it. And who's your defense, good sir? My defense is uh, – this is an easy pick in my eyes. Miami's defense against a lackluster Jets offense with no weapons. You stole it right out of my mouth, my friend. I was going to take Miami's defense, but obviously I can't do that. So what I will do – I'm going to take the Panthers' defense. Wow. I don't have faith in Trubisky. I don't have faith in Foles. I think, uh, like I said, man, I think Panthers go on to get their fourth straight win this week. Going Panthers' defense here. All righty. Not bad. All Before we wrap it up, I just want to give a quick little shout-out to uh, our fantasy football league. Oh, yeah, the weekly awards. Um, Weekly rewards. So last week, Mike beat me. 
139 to 102. What award should we give Mike? I'll let you give Mike this one. Um, Mike gets uh, the easy kill, easy kill award because uh, your team needs some work. No offense. No, none taken, my friend. I know I need work. Yeah. Need a lot of work. All right. Next one we have Dan and you. Uh, Dan beat you 106 to 89. Yeah. Injuries by weeks. I mean, it could just awful, awful timing all around. I'm going to call this one. Look in the mirror, kid, because Dan started off 0-1, went to 4-1, talking a lot of shit. Guess what? You got, like, the second least amount of points in the league. You're beating Nick Borelli, who has, like he just said, some injuries, some bye weeks. Nothing too impressive there, yeah, Dan. It was, it was Look yourself in the mirror. Fight. <laughs> yeah, evaluate yourself, buddy. <laughs> we got a... I'm going to do the next one, and then I can let you do one. We got Jake and Frankie. Jake won 132 to Frankie's 128. Um, I'm going to call this one the Thanos Award because Jake won, improved to 5-0. and But you know that scene in Infinity War when Gamora, as a child, looks at Thanos and goes, did you win? He goes, yes. She goes, what did it cost? He said everything. That's what Jake's getting this week. He won this week, but what did it cost? Cost him his quarterback. <laughs> so enjoy your win over Frankie, who has one win on the season. Frankie, you got to figure it out, buddy. Uh, next, we have Jones and John. Jones lost to John, 145 to 171. What would you give that award? John won that one. Is that one. his first win? Second, Second win, I believe. What's Jones at? One, I oh, believe. Man. One or two. Oh, okay. Um, geez, 171 out of 145. Jones, you got to make a trade, my man. I'd say it's time to make a trade award for Jones on this one. You telling, uh, what's the award name? It's time to make a trade. You're saying just yeah, trade? Yeah, it's time, time to, make, to a make a trade. And Jones gets that award. Uh, I like it. All right, we got the, the Drosten Dupe. Drost put some little baby powder on his hand, spanked dupe a little bit, won one fifty one to ninety eight. Um, ooh, what should we call this one? What should the award be? I don't know, man. I cannot tell. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I think I'll give Drost the award. Actually, I'll give Dupe the award called the Rubber Band Award because I think he's gonna bounce back. I've told him already. I he's my pick to win the league. I think Duke bounces back out off of this. I think he's only he's two and three, and this leads us right into uh, this week. Duke, you get to bounce back this week. You're playing me. You're projected to smoke me. This is Duke's bounce back week. Gets to go to three and three. After this, we got Mike and Zach. I think Mike keeps the train rolling. I think he uh. He sees Zach. If Zach doesn't, if he doesn't make a uh, trade, then um, I don't know. I just think so Zach's team isn't looking great. Um. So what was the last? Oh, that's okay. Oh, we moved on to uh, this week's. Oh, okay. Um, matchups. We got Dupe and me. And Mike and Zach. And I think if Zach doesn't make that trade, then I think it's yeah, uh, just downhill. After that, we got Frankie and Drost. Uh, Drost could just keep the train rolling. And after that, we I got Borelli and John. I think this is your bounce back week. I picked up Claypool. And I hope so, too, for your sakes. Keep some momentum going. Not three touchdowns, obviously, but one touchdown, a couple catches, 40, 50 yards. I like it. And then we got Dan and Jake. Uh, the lowest projected score of the week is 221. And, uh, yeah, I just think 
I think Jake's going to give it oh, to Dan. I think he stays six and zero. I don't get it. It's looking rough, but he's four That's and a, one. That might be the biggest fraud team ever. I don't get it either. Yeah, he gets an extra bonus award. I do not get it either. The year for that team, for that team with that record right now, fraud of the year. I like it, man. I do. Yes, sir. Episode All right, two, you ready to wrap uh, it up? Checking out episode two. All righty. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. That was Club Oasis episode two. Absolutely. Good talking to you, man. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right, later.